ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. To the UK, where the opposition Labor Party is dealing with accusations of inflammatory and anti-Semitic comments made by candidates for Parliament. The two candidates were suspended for remarks on Israel-Gaza, allegedly made at a meeting attended by other Labor politicians and local community leaders. Labor leader Sir Keir Starmer, widely tipped to be the next British Prime Minister, has been criticised for acting too slowly to withdraw his party's support. Chief political commentator for The Independent, John Rintoul, joins us now. Welcome back to RM Breakfast. Hi there. Um, yeah, uh, Keir Starmer was widely criticised by people, including me. <laughs> well, let's talk about your criticism. But first, to the substance that our listeners may not know, two candidates for Parliament, they've been dropped now by Labor. What were they accused of actually saying? Well, one of them is a candidate in a by-election, uh, which is happening in two weeks' time. And so it's too late for his name and his party affiliation to be taken off the ballot paper because they've already been printed. So... Uh, Azhar Ali will uh, will be the Labour candidate, but uh, uh, in that by-election, which which is a safe Labour seat, which he may he may well win, even though Labour has now disowned him. Uh, so uh, he his he was recorded, uh, and he's admitted and apologised for it, um, saying that uh, that Israel allowed the, uh, the the 7th of October atrocities to 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 happen as an excuse for invading Gaza, which is you know one of the most outrageous conspiracy theories that uh, you can come across. And uh, I couldn't understand why it took so long for uh, Keir Starmer to to act against him. Okay. That is surprising given Keir Starmer has really tried to clean out, if I can describe it that way, these kinds of views from the Labour Party. Yes. Uh, I mean, the the cynical explanation is that uh, they didn't, you know, the Labour Party didn't want to hand the seat over to... uh, to George Galloway, who's a former Labour MP, who's running very much on a pro-Palestinian ticket, um, and uh, who has been an MP before, and uh, uh, you know, Labour, Labour people absolutely loathe him. Um, I've got uh, I've got no time for him at all myself. But that that shouldn't stop Labour doing the right thing in uh, disowning its candidate, which it eventually did. Two sitting MPs have been suspended in the past few months for their comments on the conflict. How has the war impacted on cohesion in the Labor Party? Let's put it under pressure, put it that way. Um, I mean, if you look if you look back in history, I mean, the reason Tony Blair eventually had to stand down as uh, prime minister and leader of the Labor Party was because he refused to um, call for a ceasefire when uh, Israel was involved in a war with Hezbollah in Lebanon. Um uh, and there's a widespread feeling in the Labour Party here that uh, the Israeli response was disproportionate, uh, and there was a lot of unhappiness with Tony Blair because he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't say that. Um, so it's a say it's almost the same issue, um, and it's, uh, it's very similar uh, tensions that it's causing in the, in the Labour Party. Uh, Keir Starmer has said that Israel's got a right to defend itself, um, and he refuses to call for an unconditional. Uh, ceasefire. I mean, personally, I totally agree with him. I think uh, I think a, cease, a ceasefire would be a one-sided affair because Hamas is not going to abide by it. Keir Starmer says he took decisive action on, on the issue. What do you believe this week has revealed about his leadership as he potentially moves closer to becoming prime minister? If you look at uh, your your opinion polls. 
Well, absolutely. I mean, the, you know, there have been a couple of uh, uh, polls um, this week suggesting that the Labour lead has fallen, but most of the polls still suggest a Labour lead of about 20 points. Um, you know, Labour is, is, is hurtling towards uh, victory, and there's very little that uh, even Keir Starmer can do to mess it up, I think. Um, but it does, you know, these... These sort of um, bumps on the road do suggest that I think he may have problems in in government because in government you've got to make decisions very fast uh, and they come at you all the time. Uh, and he's shown that he's not always quite as uh, sure-footed as he as he ought to be. Sometimes he makes the wrong decision and he sticks to it stubbornly until uh, until the pressure gets too intense and then he gives in with the the worst grace and man- usually manages to make it worse in the U-turn. I alluded to this a little earlier, but I just want to get into it um, a little more. Keir Starmer took over, of course, as Labor leader after years of controversy over allegations of anti-Semitism among supporters of his predecessor, Jeremy Corbyn. In fact, I think it's fair to say it's one of the issues that dogged Jeremy Corbyn most dominantly, this uh, this claim of anti-Semitism in the party that he had allowed to, to fester. Does this suggest... Yeah those issues are still a major problem for Labor because Keir Starmer uh, has been really unapologetic about taking a hard line on this. Yes. No, I think, uh, you know, clearly there's been a very sharp uh, change since since the Jeremy Corbyn years. I mean, Jeremy Corbyn's problem was that he was absolutely, resolutely anti-Israel. Um, and uh, that can often, you know, he often didn't, Pause to make the distinction between the actions of the Israeli government and the and the and the Jewish people as a whole, and that was what led led him into trouble. And and obviously he was supported by the kind of people who find that that kind of distinction difficult, and therefore there were going to be accusations of anti-Semitism following him like a sort of a, a cloud of smelly dust. Um, and you know, to Keir Starmer, to to his credit, has done a great deal to uh, to, to to get rid of that kind of nonsense from the Labour Party. Uh, but you know, the Labour Party's heart still beats for the sort of pro-Palestinian cause, and as we've seen on the pro-Palestinian marches in London, you know, quite often the slogans and the banners and all that, all that do tend to uh, again fail to make the distinction between the actions of the Israeli government and and Jews themselves. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, John. That's my pleasure. Chief political commentator for the independent John Rintoul. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.